0: Hello again and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Movie Deputy Reviews, where we are bringing you the highly anticipated, highly, uh, with uh, with high expectations, sorry I'm having to interrupt one of my kitties here, who is trying to chew on stuff on my desk, so forgive the noise, Stormy is being kind of a pain, so forgive the, the mess there of sound but I am here to talk to you about Dune 2. Now, okay, I did not get the screener ahead of time. Is Warner Brothers mad at me? I don't know. Is Legendary mad at me? Again, I don't know, but I did not get the screener. So I had to wait and see this in the theater like everyone else. But you know what, that was, there's something, okay. Okay, I've got a home theater and I can like, watching them here at home is awesome. But of course, I'm a a movie critic. I have to have a theater. But watching it in the theater, in the ultra screen, with Dolby Atmos sound and like umpteen gazillion speakers all around you, and you can feel it. Like you can feel all of this. And (laughs) before I get too deep into this, I have gotten so much feedback. Okay, my bad. Dune did not come out in 1978. Dune came out in 1984. So I have to correct that. The original movie... Because I said 1978 on my last program, or I said it somewhere, and people had a fit. I could not, I didn't even bother to count how many messages I had just regarding that in my personal moviedeputy at gmail.com inbox. And so that was like going, yeah, I'm going to address that. Yeah, I goofed up, but okay. The original book, the uh, the first Dune book came out in 1965, and Okay, I'm going to really probably piss off a lot of my listeners, but I'm going to address something that is not really addressed anywhere, and I haven't even heard it addressed anywhere conversationally on social media, anywhere on this, and you're probably, you want me to get to talking about Dune 2, and trust me, I'm going to, I'm not just skipping by that, but if Dune hadn't been written in 1965, would Star Wars have been written and made into the movies in the late 70s. There, there are so many go-betweens between these two movies and we, we know what, we know what we ended up with with the original Dune and I still need to go back and review that. So I know I'm getting feedback on that too. It's like, well, we don't even know what you thought of the original movie. You're just gonna have to wait. I'm, I will get around to it. I'm just, I'm one person, so, <laughs> and I don't make, I'm not going to make excuses. It's like, I will get around to it. I can't give you an exact date, but I will do it. And I, there are, like I said, there are just so many crossovers. And then again, with these movies being remade with the part one in 2021 and the part two that is just, that just came out yesterday. I'm just, it's like, wow. And I can't help but notice the go-betweens and the workarounds and bringing the original story to life for the new generation. It's like, you see, There have been influences by so many of the major movie chains. We see there's definitely influences from Star Wars going on and the sandworms. Okay. Tremors did they get the idea originally from the Dune stories? I don't know, but it's definitely, there's definitely feelings of that incorporated into the new movie. We're also seeing loose tie-ins to like the matrix and also the never ending story. Now, You might be wondering, like, okay, how are all these tying in? But you really have to watch it to find out. You know me, no spoilers on any of this. But it is often referred to that one of the characters is often referred to as, quote, unquote, the one. Does that sound familiar? I mean, come on. And then a lot of the things that are happening, like I said, there's just so many tie-ins from all of these stories. And Dune stands alone as its own story but there are, like I said you can't help but find some comparisons in there and I would love some feedback on like what you think of like what tie-ins do you see that I'm not catching and why like what do you notice it's like I've noticed I know what I'm noticing and I can't tell you guys a lot of the specific things that I am noticing because that would be spoilers and you know me I will never do that it's just it's like wow wow <laughs> On so many of this and then I could not help but notice and I know the original movie even touched on this a little bit were the religious implications in these stories and they are quite heavy. and now I'm not just talking about the religion of everything going on in arrakis and all of this other stuff and the and the house of Erides and all of these. I'm not talking about their own religions on their own worlds. it's like it's tying back into religions that we have. And very, you can, almost like right along the line. It's like if you could like slice a knife right down the line of particular religions, and I'm not going to name which ones, but there are just certain things in the movie and you're like, okay, that's where they got that from, or that's where they got that from, or that's where they got that from. I couldn't help but notice a lot of this stuff as it's being told. Now, like I said, before I get into the story a whole lot, There's one part of this movie and it was, (laughs) I heard it even when I went to see this, I sat in a theater there was 194 seats in the theater that I went in the, the screen that I went to to see this in this, every seat was sold out. Every single seat was sold out. I will also say this, don't plan on eating or drinking a whole lot during this movie or especially beforehand, because though this movie is like two hours and 46 minutes long you don't want to have to get up to go pee because if you miss anything in like that, mind you, there's like little tiny areas of filler stuff or stuff that doesn't seem like it makes a difference. But then as the story goes on, if you miss a single piece of that, you're you're gonna be lost. You're you're gonna be like, okay, what did I miss and why this doesn't make any sense? Whereas if you are there for the whole thing, a lot more of it's gonna make sense. Now If you have not seen part one yet, please go watch part one before you watch this, because there are a lot of references to what happened in part one that are happening here. Again, I'm not going to give those away because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. And I I hate spoilers. You'll never get those from me. I mean, under any circumstances. Quincy, stop. Quincy. 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 No. I am so sorry, guys. Quincy. Quincy. No, <laughs> yeah, you guys have heard me in the past. It's like these guys are part of my life. The only thing that saves my sanity is my one fast cat wheel, our one fast cat wheel. I've got all three boys in my studio in here with me tonight and they are being ram- more, a little bit more rambunctious than normal. Quincy is trying to climb some of my shelves and he about knocked some of my stuff down. So I had to kind of get after him a little bit there. But I'm going to get back to the movie here. Like I said, it ties into all of this. But there is one thing I'm going to go ahead and tell you about. And don't worry, it's not a spoiler, but it's just one thing. And you're just, (laughs) I just could not get over it again. I started chuckling and it was almost like a uniform version of chuckling throughout this whole thing of this happening. That (laughs) basically in order to move, in order for a certain person to, obtain a certain level of knowledge they have to drink the water of life now (laughs) like I said this it's going to sound like a spoiler but this really is not a spoiler the water of life is also referred to as holy poison I will not give the reason why for that because it's a lot more complicated than it sounds but this blue liquid that they call the water of life is worm piss I'm not being grotesque. I'm not being anything. That is literally what it's called. It's worm pee. Yeah, I don't care how bad I want information. I'm not drinking worm pee. No. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I eat a lot of exotic foods. I enjoy things like... I eat sashimi and of all different kinds. And I love just things like octopus, alligator, ostrich, elk... I mean, I, I like a lot of different and more exotic type foods. Worms are not on the menu. Now, mind you, I know worms are high in protein and they're nutritious, but these giant sandworms, I just cannot picture that. And the fact that their worm pee is this holy elixir of life and you're just going, Ugh. no, <laughs> that is just a big fat No. And, but okay, now we're going to kind of get back to the story a little bit here. I'm kind of going off on a whole tangent here. So forgive me on that. But this one really does pick up almost right where the other one lays off. There's not a big gap between, gap in between. There are, there is a quote unquote hidden character that we hear from quite a bit in this that we only saw briefly mentioned at the end of the first one. And this hidden character plays quite a large role you're going to have to wait and see to find out exactly what i'm referring to that but this is really it's a battle of who's going to be in charge it's a battle of power but it doesn't seem like it's a battle of power ultimately it's going to come down to love or loyalty and that is not necessarily as simple as it seems i mean of course we have everybody and everything that's going on from the first movie and i'm trying to figure out how to word. I mean, word some of this stuff so I don't give anything away. One of the characters that we know, well, she is, her name also means Desert Spring. We learned that in this one. And that is important because of one particular scene that of course I will not give away, but just that reference to Quincy, come on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He is a kitten and he is just absolutely full of it. But this, the whole thing is about spice. I didn't really touch on that last time. Spice is, to, to this world, almost like what petroleum or oil is to ours. Everything runs on it and everything's made of it. And it just kind of controls everything. And so it's easy to kind of see how everybody gets caught up in this and then so you have the people that live in the desert and then you have the people that live in the southern regions that are quote-unquote uninhabitable. But to understand that more, I can't really... Exp- I can hint at a lot of this stuff for you, but you know me, no spoilers. And sometimes that's hard when I'm trying to describe stuff so that I don't accidentally give a spoiler. And the living in this desert climate, water is such a commodity. Water is such a thing of value that... It is just almost held above all else. And then there's certain persons that are held above all else, almost like the versions of their Messiah or their leader or their high council, however you want to put that. There's some some terms in the movie that I can't quite completely give away because then I'm going to give away who and what their positions are in these positions. But I will say, like I said, it ties into Star Wars, Tremors, Never Ending Story, even The Matrix. There, there's enough of a story, it stands on its own. But there's also just enough to it that it's like, you can't help but notice the tie-ins. And like I said, I've never even noticed this, even mentioned from anybody else. So, you know, if you like this, if you agree with me, share it. If not, share it too. It's like it, It's like, I appreciate all the feedback and everything on this. But how does this end? I will, don't worry, it's not going to be a spoiler. This does kind of end in kind of a pivotal point that I can only hope that they're going to be following the books as the story continues, because after Dune, the next one is Dune Messiah. And that's kind of where it feels like this one is playing into that. Now, who is that Messiah that I speak of? That you're going to have to watch the movie and find out, because that would be a pretty major spoiler. If you really want to find out, it wouldn't be too hard to find online, but you're not going to find it here. You're probably wondering what I gave this movie as I haven't mentioned it yet. Well, just because of some of the stuff that goes on, I am giving Dune Part 2, as I did with Part 1, a guilty rating. But the score, uh, Dune, Dune Part 1, I gave it a 7 out of 10 on the deputy scale. Dune Part 2, though, very, very good. There were some things that I just could not overlook. and But it didn't really affect it very much. I gave Dune Part 2 a 6.75 out of 10 on the deputy scale. So if this is one that you've really been wanting to go see, go see it. I mean, it is definitely worth it. If this is one that you don't want to pay the the just enormous prices at the theater and you want to wait until it's on to instant video... That's fine too. But like I said, if before you watch this, if you have not rewatched Dune Part One in a while, go back and re-watch that one. Because you're There's so many references to it that if you are if it's not fresh in your brain, you may be wondering, what are they talking about? And so like I said, I do think that's an important thing to mention in this, but this story holds up and it where this leads us, it you're it's like you are. You're at the highest high, you're cheering, you're laughing, you're almost crying. It's like you're feeling it's like you just it's like there's there I wouldn't say jump scares, but there's some jump points in this moment that you're that you're just caught off guard. You're like because <gasps> you didn't expect it. And it like I said, they're not scares by any means. It's just the unexpected, and it just is it's exciting. And at the end, when the when the credits were rolling, there were people applauding. those was probably, I'd probably say, twenty to thirty percent of the audience that was applauding. I was not with that. Like I said, it, it's very good, and I cannot wait to see where this goes from here. But I hope that this helps you at least a little bit. I've been trying to remind myself not to remind you to do the most obvious things if you like these con- if you like this content, and I will continue to try to be careful on that so I don't say it a whole lot. But I'm hoping you're enjoying this. Please go out, check out this movie. Let me know what you think. Uh, I always love the feedback. And until next time, I I hope you actually enjoy Monday's episode. It's like that one's, I've kind of got something special planned for that one. So I'm hoping you have fun with it. But until later, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.